the back half of six rings and football things. All right. We got to go to the little blue tent. We got to go to the trainer's room. We got to go to the II kid. Patriots have major, major depth issues right now, all over the team, on the line, wide receivers, running backs, passing backs, quarterbacks, but especially on the defense because Sunday, two potentially catastrophic injuries suffered. Your team leader, unofficial assistant general manager, best pass rusher, best defender, probably best player, period. Matthew Judon, torn biceps tendon. I'm already kind of assuming, like I think many are, that he's done for the year, which absolutely sucks from Situate to South Beach. And then defensive rookie of the month, Christian Gonzalez, your, your beacon of hope, your bright shining star of the future. He goes down early in the game. Of course, the next play, they target CeeDee Lamb. What he does is run straight, straight past Miles Bryant for a touchdown. He goes down. We thought it was maybe a separated shoulder. Looks like it could be a torn labrum. Marcus Jones is recovering from the same thing right now. The Google machine tells me that on average, that should be an eight to 10 week recovery process. If I'm Christian Gonzalez, I get whatever surgery is necessary. I rehab now. I don't stress it. I don't pressure it. And I get better for the future. And dude, this is a problem. You lose your pass rush and your coverage. And you don't even have a starting cornerback right now unless Jack Jones comes back from IR this week and Jonathan Jones can get over this mystery ankle injury. Holy hell, Hart. Yeah, I think the good news is you will get both those guys back if I read the tea leaves. Uh, certainly, uh, Jack Jones said ASAP he would be back. And the soonest he is possibly back is this mm -hmm. week. He's allowed to come back. So um, Jonathan Jones practiced on a limited basis all last week, was one of those late uh, deactivations before they traveled, didn't make the trip. I think there's probably a good chance you see him. So that's good that's news. Good. That's true. That's true. Okay. I don't know that it's good enough news. I mean, mm -hmm. the Saints have pretty good receivers. And mm -hmm. Christian Gonzalez was playing cornerback at a level superior to anything you've had since Stefan Gilmore. So getting Jack Jones out there, capable, better than Sean Wade. Getting Jonathan Jones out there, better than Miles Bryant, obviously. And lets those guys kind of bump down into their reserve roles and their rotational roles. Which is where they belong. But you can't, you can't skip past the fact, and I'd say this about any team, they just lost their two best defensive players probably for the season. Mm -hmm. That, like, so if you go, go wherever you want to go, take the, take Fred Warner and Bosa off the 49ers. They're taking a significant step back. Take Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt off the Steelers. They're take, go wherever you want to go and take the two best defenders off the other team. Now, Quinn Williams think, and Sauce Gardner. Boom. Yeah. I, and I think it's even worse for the Patriots because it's those marquee pass rusher, pass coverer. Like, oh, you want to be good in the league? You got to rush the passer and stop the passer from completing them. What if you we can't do either now? Uh, you're porked. And we had already seen, we had already questioned, does the defense get worn down? Because they're playing so well, but the offense doesn't score points. Does frustration set in? Like, are these score other points? Issues? They don't keep them off the field. The defense, like, there was a point Sunday, Andy. Burkhart and Olsen were like, I feel like Dallas has had the ball over 40 minutes. And that yeah. was like in the early fourth quarter. Like, that's yeah, it was a season high for, I believe, 77 or 78 snaps yeah. on defense season high. Like, um, but I, this is, I'm not going to put lipstick on this pig. Like, and I know some people are like, oh, Keon White is going to step up and he's been playing 30% snaps. He'll play 60% snaps. And sure, he might. I like what mm -hmm. I see from him. Although it was questionable when he blew up the kneel down um, in yeah. that game. That was a little yeah. weird. He's I mean, I mean, if it was a six point game, I get it. But yeah, you're down by six plus twenty nine. Like, yeah, come on, that was guys. a strange. A, 
Um, uh, and maybe Marte, Josh, uh, yep, Uche, maybe Uche, but he's Uche. situational. Jenny, well, look, the situation is we need you, kid. Get your <laughs> ass out there. Yeah, wise Uche, who doesn't set a great edge and is suspect at times against the run. He's is a much better situational rusher, or at least so my eyes tell me. Jennings has his limitations. He's a big dude, more of a throwback style guy. Dietrich Wise, always always a baller, always playing well. He's going to get more reps. Keon White, definitely going to get to start to cut his teeth. So let's say maybe, and maybe even, God forbid, your boy, uh, Christian Barmore, maybe he actually steps up and, and invites himself to the pass rush party and does a little something because I haven't heard his name mentioned too many times in a positive capacity this year or in recent months, sir. And I wouldn't mind if he actually contributed to the pass rush or to the defense as well. And in absence of a pass rush, what kind of strain is this going to put on basically what was last year's starting cornerback tandem for a while, Jones and Jones, Jack and John? Um, it's going to put some strain on it. It's going to put some stress. Now, I, I did forget to mention, I think Jalen Mills maybe sees a little bit more time in coverage. I know he was in the slot a lot in Dallas after, um, after Gonzalez went down. So I think that's still – but you're still – you're piecing it together. You're you're bumping guys up a role or two that you. Re I don't. I don't want any of them to be the number one corner. I want my number one corner to be Christian Gonzalez, and I want them to be two and three. And I, I'm not sure how great I feel about them as two and three. But when you make them one and two, I feel less great about it mm -hmm. in these matchups against teams with multiple receivers. And then, oh by the way, even Gonzalez benefited from Matthew Judon, and so now you have a lesser corner not benefiting from one of the more consistent pass rushers. So it's just going it, to, it's going to carry. It's like, you know, this, as you get older kids, a little fun, to, fun, uh, boomer talk here, but anytime you do something in your body, like strain a quad, pull a hamstring an Achilles injury, bang up your foot. It's not even just that side of your body that starts to get out of whack or out of alignment. There's always something like now the other side of your body will overcompensate your back hurts. You got a knee yep. issue on the other side. Like, yep. This is what's going to happen. You duct tape like the bumper falls off your car. I'll just electrical tape it. Yeah, but now actually you start to have issues where you're not as aerodynamic. You get less miles per gallon. Ah, but the bumper's fine. Yeah, but also the car has a lot of other issues. Oh, and now debris can come in under the car and you could screw up your manifold or something else. Like this, this shit happens, guys. This is hey, the way, hey. this is the way it goes. Hey, sorry. One S one S bomb per leg on the pod is okay. Clean it up. No, in, in all honesty, Bill fixates on the coverage and the pass rush playing in concert, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this is going to sound terrible, this concert. This is going to be it's like, we know the trumpets kind of suck, and we know that the drummer sucks. When you suck together, it sounds even worse. It hurts my ears, and that's what this could be. The, be the perform performance art. All right, here, I'll uh, I'll go uh, I'll go full football guy. Hey, hi. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so are you going to uh, – well, are they going to play more zone over man now? Like, uh, is it going to be uh, more – are we going to see a more classic bend but don't break kind of defense from the Pats? Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. I think that would be their their goal is to death by a thousand cuts you, let guys make mistakes. We can't mm -hmm. make as many plays, so we're not going to let you make as many big plays. GTFB, all the cliches of the Belichickian defense, um, I think will be on display. You can still get beat. As I always say, um, zone coverage is man coverage within your zone. You still have to be able to cover somebody. Like when he yeah. enters your zone, you have to be able to cover him. And sometimes it's worse because man coverage, okay, maybe you can or cannot keep up with CeeDee Lamb if you're Miles Bryant, but at least you know what you're supposed to be doing. If mm -hmm. you get to the point where you have guys in different spots that aren't 100% on the same page, 
knowing what they're supposed to be doing, sometimes that can lead to worse things. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I, oh, you, oh, oops, neither of us had that guy, huh? Yeah, that's that's yeah. not great, Bob. So uh, that's not the be all end all. It, it's going to put some some uh, emphasis on the coaching and the schemes and the game plans week in and week out more. So your defense is not going to be as good. You can't lean on your defense, which I would say circles us back around to where we started the podcast. A lot of talk about the offense, like, no, like we need points. We need you to score. We need you to possess the ball. We need you to not give other teams points. We need you to not give other teams short fields. You, you have to play better complementary football week five forward than you did in the first four because the defense isn't it can't be an 80 20 split right it can't be a 60 40 it's going to need to be closer to 50 50 you lost your two best defensive players i can't say that enough like that's bad man (laughs) like i I don't even know super bad no like your best cover guy who made up for when the pass rush didn't get home and then you had the best pass rusher who protected a secondary that could be suspect out of gonzalez at times and people These are going to mock us. Oh, the sky's falling. You guys overreacting again. It's just one game, bro. Like, you guys are so negative. No. No, it's actually 13 games because that's the number of games you'll likely play without God. your two best defensive players. Correct. All right. So in so let's just imagine both of them are Dunsky for the season. We've thrown some names out there in terms of who could come off injured reserve or may may actually be healthy enough to be active this week. Jack Jones, John Jones. We could see Mills stepping down to the slot. Uh, if there's a no confidence vote in Wade and Bryant and how they're playing or who knows what kind of rotation they'll set up. Are there any other guys who may not come to the rescue, but see more time and make a difference? Like I'll go ahead and just reach for Marte Mapu. Could he be of a sense? I'm, I know he's young. I know he's green, but he's awfully strong. He's a football guy. He's fast, hits hard. Is there anything he could add to the defense at this point, five games into his young career that could help, I don't know, plug the leaks in the dam on defense. I, I will say yes, because of what I just went back to. I think there's some um, more emphasis put on the coaching staff and schemes and personnel groupings and doing different things. And, you know, remember the play the Dolphins and all of a sudden you get three safeties down the field. Oh, you don't see that too often. How far are they? For? I think you're going to see more of that. And I do think he is a piece. He's a versatile mm-hmm. athletic piece. He did see his snaps increase to a season high career high against right. the Cowboys. So, yeah, all hands on deck, and he's an athletic deckhand. Oh, uh, And as far as the five Patriots that are eligible to come off of injured reserve, these were yep. all players set forth preseason, designated to return, the pecking order of them being, or rather just in random order, Jack Jones, Riley Reef, Cody Davis, Trey Flowers, and Tyquan Thornton. How would you sort of, I mean, they need all of them at this point. Except for Cody Davis, definitely is the, uh, of the five. He's priority five. Who would you say is priority one? Would it be Reef at right tackle potentially? Would it be Tyquan Thornton? Would it be Flowers to help with the rush and the edge? I would say Reef, even though I don't necessarily hold out hope he can be great and and solidify that spot. I want to find out um, because the the bloom is off Vidarian Low. Like oh. he kind of stinks two uh, sacks calvin 17 anderson. pressures calvin anderson sorry kind of stinks um we're right back heim bloom would be like hey you guys should get a right tackle you know as he misses out on first baseman and short stops every season um this is it's not good there and then i would say 
Jack Jones, because I think you need the body, but mm-hmm. I think he will be back. And Tyquan Thornton, I don't know if you saw, he put on Instagram like his gloves picture of his shoes and his like, gloves. Yeah, okay, like he's back to work or whatever. Maybe we'll maybe we'll see if we could see this week. If we could see Reef, I would say my pecking order would be Jack Jones because the cornerback situation is pretty dire. Riley Reef, Tyquan Thornton. If you could see those three guys back in action this week, there'd just be. A, I'm not telling you there's much more than a pinhole of hope through the pile of rubble that's blocking the exit at the cave, but there might be just a little bit of light, maybe just a little bit of light that maybe they can start making some plays and turning some aspects of the team around that have been pretty destitute or uh, unacceptable thus far. And I would also say um, as we uh, lust for those guys to return and maybe the impact they could make all are questionable. Like we talked about reef, questionable. I don't feel great about it. I just want to see it, see if it goes one way or the other. I would say right. the same for Tyquan Thornton. Like we have this idea. He's fast. He can get down the field. He's never done it. He's never really done anything. Show so, me the game where he caught a 70 yard touchdown. Right. But oh, but I, at Baylor. Cool. At this point, I'd like to try. I'd like to have it. I'd lo- We've talked a lot about it. Ty Law's talked a lot about it. Nobody to scare the defense. At least maybe the defenders get a scouting report that are like, wait, is this right? This guy runs a 4-2? Oh, okay. I should probably keep an eye on him. That sounds fast. That might mm-hmm. be able to run. Like, before they realize, oh, he's not very good, or he doesn't yeah. catch the ball, or he doesn't actually yeah. run routes. Mm. But they're all theoretical potential upgrades, and at this point, I think that's good enough to – Garner a little hope in Patriot Nation. I'm fading away. Wow. Is this too, are you just Andy? Is you is that still <laughs> yeah, that's where we are, folks. This is just uh this is where it's at. We're just oh boy. Well, again, like we said, I can't promise you an escape hatch. I can't promise you that we're gonna get out and find one-eyed Willie's treasure. But if we can just get a little pinhole of light, if we can just see a little something we can move and maybe start to make our way out of this cave of sorrow, out of this cavern of desolation, then maybe Wait, just I got maybe. One. Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, didn't, well, maybe not you, but didn't a lot of us think they might be one and three after four games? Uh, actually, I did. I thought one and three. Then I thought they would actually okay. win a couple so of games and go about? three and three, four. They're exactly what you expected. Uh, have you saw, have you, well, I used my two eyes to watch the games. That's and that I'm is the about. answer. I'm being somewhat cynical or whatever, sure. devil's advocate no, here. But some people were like, yeah, didn't you guys on Twitter were giving me a hard time? And, and I said the same thing you did. I said, yeah, but I didn't know the uh, third loss would be the worst loss of Bill Belichick and Mac uh, Jones's careers. And Mac Jones would be benched, even though Bill said he didn't bench him, which, by the way, we should also criticize him for if he didn't see the point. If he didn't think there was a point of Matt continuing to play, hey Bill, why was there a point in Judon continuing to play? Uh-huh. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Like a bad idea. Hmm. Yeah, you can't. Well, we can't give him more than an F. So I mean, he but he does get like Belichick gets kind of like multiple Fs. He helped build the team. He coached the team. Oh, yeah. Which way does this go, Andy? Does this go? Does this go 20, 2009 Patriots? I just can't get these guys to respond. I no. can't coach them up. Does it go twenty fourteen Patriots where they hit? You know, the Monday night Nadir against the Chiefs. They're not, let's face it, the Patriots aren't good anymore. And then they turn things around. Is it where is is we're on to the New Orleans Saints, the new we're on to Cincinnati? Probably not, but we have to hold out hope for something because, oh, golly, is it dire otherwise? What do you think, Pats fans? Holler at us when you get a chance at Six Rings Pod at Fitzy GFY at Jumbo Heart. We'll be back in a couple of days with our preview, our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week behind enemy lines and everything else to get you ready. And hopefully, hopefully shine a little bit of an optimistic light, just a little bit of brightness for your football-loving soul on the next game and the next quarter of the season. For producer Justin Turpin, for Hat, 
For me, Fitzy, for everyone at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports, this has been the latest and always greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things. We will talk to you soon, but until then and forevermore, good day, God bless, and whoa, Pats. Oh.